Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise. Dice today. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Sylvania Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. Everett was sent to Calgary to save Ridley's mother, but contrary to the easy administrative job that had been arranged for him in New Haven, the situation in town was desperate and the role of sheriff was immediately thrust upon him. Deputies Doris, Val, and Evangeline began a night like any other, but arrived at the station only to find Frenzy and Kindred trying to break down the door and kill them all. How would the Coterie handle the ticking time bomb that is New Haven, and their first crisis with an untested sheriff? Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Four vampires have beaten down steel-reinforced doors and burst into the sheriff's department of New Haven, Alberta. Inside, there are two vampires and one incredibly nervous mortal. He may be 20, but he looks like he's 16-year-old Troy. Uh, Of the four vampires bursting in, behind them, to be clear, Val and um, Evie are both standing with weapons at the ready. 
Uh, but these four vampires, as you get a chance to take them in pretty quickly, there's one who's clearly a Nosferatu in traditional, what you would say just for like random person on the street style clothes, though their face is clearly melting down. You can see the skin has extended several inches uh, below where it should. Uh, and they are just screaming uh, as they run forwards. There's a second who's clearly a gangrel based on the way the, the frenzy is going. They've got the eyes and fangs similar to a tiger that you would see when Gangrel's frenzy. Doris, you would know this. Val, you would know this. Uh, Evie, I think, don't know if this would be in your wheelhouse just yet. And Everett, you don't know terribly much about the Camarilla. So this would just be tiger person for you. Um, but that's that would signify the Gangrel. Uh, just kind of like a, a, a man with, with that. There is a, a woman with a mohawk and multiple piercings dressed in biker leathers uh, who's also coming in. All of them are barehanded claws out. Um, none of them are, are wielding weapons. Uh, and the fourth, uh, Doris, can you roll me an awareness and a wits? Yes. Two plus two. Okay, so I roll four dice if it's two plus two. Yep, and one of them okay. will be a hunger dice. Yes. Woohoo! It's two eights and two tens, baby. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are, is one of the tens a hunger die? You bet it is. <gasps> then we have our first messy success. <laughs> so what this means is uh, you've achieved a critical success, but it also involves your inner beast coming forth uh, and doing yes. something that may have been more extreme than you would have suspected. So you see uh, the vampires uh, storming towards you and you recognize that the fourth vampire in this line is actually Fabienne Lacroix. Uh, who is a, a very regal kind of gothic looking woman uh, and is the representative of the Ventru clan within New Haven. So this is a woman who is important. This is a political figure of some import. Uh, however, you see Fabienne running towards Troy. So your first thought is this is someone important. And your second thought is I have to protect Troy. Uh, so you actually dash forward and grapple uh, Fabienne. So what you you will, I, I will boost your strength for this first combat round uh, by by two uh, because your frenzy is fueling you. But you are also now engaged in close combat and can't do anything clever because your beast was like Troy is mine <laughs> and and went for uh, the target who grabbed your attention. This um, is this is particularly difficult for me because I have an innate um urge to um respect authority and people who are important and higher than me uh so th this is a very difficult quandary but yes <laughs> yes so this will be complicated i will say uh yeah. because you would be aware of the no do you know what you're that was that was messy success you're beasted up so this isn't a tactical choice for you that's that's yep. where you're at um of the rest of you, I, I was just going to use this role as kind of a representative one. I think it doesn't matter because you wouldn't yell to the group, but you've also taken Fabienne out of the firing line if people open fire on the other vampires. Uh, for the rest of you, Everett, I think you get to react first because you were aware that this was happening. Uh, and then we will go to uh, Val and Evie because they're using ranged weapons. Uh, yeah. And the last thing we will do is resolve the close combat and the other vampires as they go. So Everett, what do you do? Um, this is so vastly not what he was prepared for. Um, 
I think he raises his guns. Both he he uh, he draws his uh, his weapon, and he also raises the one old uh, uh, sweaty upset he gave him, uh, and um, and 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 opens fire. Great. Uh, do you target? Uh, for, for lack of a better term, these are the names we got: Melting Face, Tiger Eyes, or Mohawk. Melting Face and Tiger Eyes because they seem <laughs> the strangest. Like the most monstrous, I think, to to Everett. Um, he doesn't have, I think, a lot of experience with vampires that look sort of not typically human. No, you're um, yeah, Everett. You're definitely used to masquerade following vampires, and yeah. these are clearly out in the open at night. Not um, all right. Yeah. So let, I will have you roll. It'll be firearms and decks. Okay. Uh, I will say you take one die out of both pools, and then uh, that will be your cost for firing two weapons at once. So it oh, makes okay. you a little bit worse, but not uh, tremendously. Uh, you have one hunger die in both pools, so just let me know uh, which which one is ter- which target, and let's see what happens. I have one hunger die in both pools? Correct. So I'm rolling twice? Yes. I, I'm, I'm having you roll one gun fi- gunshot oh, for each this is to, Okay, to hit each yeah. other. Got it. Okay. Sorry. Did not uh, connect those dots. Okay. That's okay. It's my own fault. Uh, oh, Calvin nice. balling combat rules. Uh, two successes uh, on the first roll. Great. Now, how big was your dice pool? It's three right now. Cool. Because I took two out. Yep. <clears throat> this one is one success. All right, so you hit Melting Face, but you do not hit Tiger Eyes. Um, okay. You are firing Tiger Eyes. I think Jess honestly dodges it. Like, you're dealing with that kind of, like, frenzied speed. Okay. Um, your damage will do... This is, uh, so it'll be plus three. So it was two successes plus three. So you do um, five super... Fa- or are you packing silver bullets from when you were geared up back in Montreal, or would you have switched over to regular loads? I think... Given what I was expecting here, no, you know what? I probably would have silver because the Note Nostra are present, and I'm good at like I don't think I think I don't think really would let me go without silver bullets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I've got the silver. I was I was about to say this is just like a desk job thing, and I've got to find his mom. But we know that the fucking undead mob are here, so probably <laughs> probably silver bullets would have would have come along. All right, so your silver bullet uh, punches through the eye of Melting Face. Just the left eye manages to bounce the whole way through. Uh, However, it doesn't come out the back of their head like you expected, and you just hear them frenzied screaming, and they start clawing at their own head. Uh, And then you see them fall, and you realize it ricocheted around inside their skull with a silver bullet burning through their brain. So they're down, uh, and they don't make it to you. Uh, oh. The other two, however, are still charging directly towards you and Troy, Tiger Eyes and Mohawk. So Val and Evie, what are you doing? I would, I would, I would immediately raise my gun to shoot Tiger Eyes. Right. I, th- yeah. That's it. There's no <laughs> thought, no two thoughts about that. Just like <laughs> she's going to raise up and bang. Sorry. I think raise Val at the same bang. time will just be shooting the, the same with the shotgun because Great. the so, tiger eyes looks the most dangerous Val go for tiger eyes and you were also going for tiger eyes evie yeah great that yeah let's roll uh it'll be firearms and dexterity okay just let me know how big your pools are 
just so I can brain it out. And I've you both got, add one hunger to them. I've got six. I've also Great. got six. Cool. I've got three successes. I have two successes. I have a 10 on a hunger die, but that doesn't matter unless I have two tens, right? Correct. Okay. Oh, three successes. <laughs> All right. So uh, you both open up and you both connect. <laughs> Congratulations. You're, you're just both open fire into the same target. Uh, you will be doing so three and three. And then the additional damage for a shotgun. We can track these things on an ongoing basis. So I'll tell you now and then you'll know them for future. Oh, okay. Um, for a shotgun. I think it's plus four. It is plus list. four if you are at close range. And okay. I would argue this is pretty close because you're catching them as they stumble through the door. Um, and then and I, I will say anything arm, other right? than close range, the shotgun will just be plus two, which would be the equivalent to kind of like a handgun shot. Um, okay. And the pistol would be plus two damage. So that plus would be, two damage? Okay. That would be five uh, for, for you and seven for the other, which is 12, which is a lot. Um, yeah, you both shot the same person. Didn't expect this to be so efficient, but I think it's just uh, the shotgun blast kind of cores through the torso. And then, Evie, you just, uh, you you fire and you, you, you almost hesitate, I think, to pull that trigger. And then you remember the training and pump another three bullets into the target as uh, Tiger Eyes goes down. Uh, I mean, I remember my training, but I'm also like, there's nothing stopping me from pulling that trigger again. Yeah, no, I think what I mean is you'd been trained as like an officer to shoot uh, until they were down. You were trained by Val that if you shoot, the target needs to die. Yes. So there's the two layers of training there. Yes. Uh, and, and Tiger Eyes uh, falls in, in a hail of bullets. Uh, however, Mohawk uh, sprints forward uh, and, and tackles into Everett and Doris. You are wrestling with Fabienne Lacroix. Uh, notable Ventru uh, and spooky lady uh, who is just uncontrollably uh, hissing and trying to bite you. So in this case, it will be a strength and brawl roll, uh, but add two additional die because your beast has been personally challenged over Troy. Okay, great. Because I have one combined die, one total die for that. So that's three. All right. And that's one hunger dice with uh, that? Three and one of those will be a hunger die. Yes. So Okay. Uh, that's two successes. Two successes. Okay, I will say uh, you have successfully grappled okay. uh, with Fabienne, who is fighting to try to escape. Uh, you can either try to keep her pinned where she is, or one of the options while grappling a vampire is you can bite and try to drain. Because if you can empty somebody, they theoretically might fall into torpor if you can drain enough blood out of them. Mm. What would you do? Um, I, ooh, I couldn't compel her to stop, right? At this point, if she's in like a frenzy. Uh, you could try, see if it would break through the frenzy. It would be challenging, but not theoretically impossible. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think in her mind, I would compel her if, if this is a thing that I can do, uh, compel her to attack the other vampire who's grappling with Everett. 
you could definitely try and yes. i want to see that try uh that'll be a next round because <laughs> i like that a lot but we're gonna cut it because this is this is you wrestling and pinning her down where you're kind of on top and staring into her yeah. eyes to i try feel like her. i'm i'm staring into her eyes and i'm holding her down and i'm just saying you're being very rude ah! <laughs> is all you're getting in return um <laughs> however everett uh, I'm going to need you to roll a contested strength plus brawl uh, against the Mohawk uh, vampire. Okay. I get an extra little boost for brawling uh, with Kindred because they're uh, food. So <laughs> so you will, you will have a half a second to react before you do this. So for flavor purposes, you've shot your guns. One went down. The other's coming at you. How do you prep to get hit? Uh, <laughs> I think it's just Everett has like very limited information for to contextualize what's going on. So I think uh, he just taps into that. Uh, and uh, uh, as uh, as this person closes the distance and like as they're like inches away from his face as they're about to like tackle him and, and just drag him to the ground. You just hear him say, I'm the sheriff. And he just... <laughs> And he just Beautiful. goes, yeah. All right, let's see what you roll. Uh, one success. All right. Well then, four. sadly, uh, you you take the hit, my friend. So this vampire comes in, uh, and they grapple you to the ground and deal you one point of aggravated damage, uh, and one additional point of hunger because they were diving in for a bite attack. So you managed to choke out, I'm the sheriff. Uh, and this small, like smaller woman, still kind of like bulky and strong, you had not realized how strong this frenzy made her until mm -hmm. she soared through the air and took you down. It's like getting hit by a, a pneumatic presser. You're just down. She's got one hand on the top of your head and the other pinning your gun arm down. And she bites into your neck and she's starting to drain you. Damn. Uh, in her frenzy uh, from above. So I take a point of hunger for that as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a point of aggravated damage because vampire bites are super nasty to other supernatural creatures. Okay. Uh, and one point of hunger because um, she has drained one point of uh, blood for herself. Okay. Uh, Val and Evie. Everybody else is kind of caught up in their own form of combat right now, uh, going to varying degrees of success. What do you do? Uh, would Val be able to go over and try to pull the vampire off of Everett? Uh, yes, that would be a very reasonable thing to try to do. So <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll factor that in after his next resistance round. We'll think of okay. the travel kind of and then going from there. Mm -hmm. um, Evie, what would you be doing? Um, so who is who's Everett fighting? Everett is fighting Mohawk. Mohawk? No, um, they, he has been tackled out of sight realistically behind desks. Val has clearly broken to go try to help with that. Okay. Nosferatu's dead. Tiger Eyes is dead. Yes. And Fabian is... Doris has tackled Fabienne and is trying to, like, is complaining about her being rude while trying to pin her down and stare into her eyes. Okay. Um, in that case, I will go, um, I will go for Fabian. I'll go to help Doris and try to basically pin her down. Great. So you're joining the scrum over there. Yeah. Okay. So that, that'll add boosts uh, to, to everyone's kind of attempts to do things here. So Everett, I'm imagining you might want to struggle. Uh, do you see yourself as someone who would try to shove her off or would you be trying to spin a gun around uh, and shoot through her? Um, or something else creative. It's up to you. You're being yeah, bitten. Uh, yeah, I'm being bitten. And that closeness and the fact that 
like vampires are my prey. Uh, the fact that it like triggered hunger in me, I think there, <laughs> I think reflexively uh, like my fangs like, like pop. And I think my eyes kind of like go a little bestial um, and I'm going to try and, and kind of pry her off far enough that I can return the favor and sink my teeth into her. Hi there, I'm Tom McGee, and I love stories. And odds are, if you're listening to our shows, you do too. So, if you're wondering how you can help support our storytelling and world building and these wonderful characters and their sometimes ridiculous journeys, you can head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There you'll find a variety of different levels and different perks, starting from as low as a dollar, which gets you into our Patreon-only Discord, where you can talk about the latest episodes, all the twists and turns, and just generally hang out with some truly lovely people. There's a whole variety of levels with everything from advanced episodes, ad-free feeds, to, of course, at our $25 level, getting to create your very own character who appears in some of our shows and sometimes becomes a, a long-running friend or foe of our characters. So... If you want to get involved, if you want to help us tell more of these stories, then head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And help us create more of these fun adventures together. Dumdums and Dice would like to welcome you to Karth's Code and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. Karth's Code and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers, Laura Elizabeth as Princess Gwendolyn, Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap, and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano, alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse Code and Crown! Episodes are available now. So this will be an opposed strength and brawl. Uh, do you think this would be the equivalent of you uh, using your blood to power yourself? Or you could do a rouse check but get an additional die? Uh, yeah, there's definitely, a, I would say, a rouse going on. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll for that. Uh, that's a fail, so that's more hunger. Okay, more hunger, but you still get the additional die either way. Uh, okay. For anyone, just so you all know, uh, if you're using a rouse check to fuel a power, the power always succeeds. It's just the rouse mm. check just determines whether or not it affects your hunger. Gotcha. Uh, one, two, three successes. Three successes. This is the ugliest blood fight Val has ever seen as she closes in. Because it's just, you managed to rip Mohawk away from your neck in a spray of blood and then sink your fangs into her neck as she shrieks and scrabbles kind of at your back. It's like seeing you pin almost a turtle from above now. She can't <laughs> yeah. get a grip through your coat, but her nails are clawing at it. Um, <clears throat> Val, you arrive. Uh, oh you see this now. Now the sheriff is eating the other vampire uh, after it and, and like bleeding from his neck profusely. What do you do? Oh man. Um, wow. Okay. So I think <laughs> she will walk up and she a wasn't sure who this was and didn't realize at first that he was also a vampire and now is watching this blood fight. And I think she's gonna she's gonna like walk up to the fight and the everything going on and like open the shotgun and put another shell in it and close it and then be like do you got this 
and wait. <laughs> uh, Everett uh, uh, gurgles. <laughs> just, yeah, just gross, biting, gnashing sounds. All right, I guess she'll try to grapple this other vampire, but not, like, wounding, just, like, basically to grab her arms and hold her back so that she's not attacking back at Everett. I was going to say, you do, because I think standard issue for all of you would be to have a wooden stake at your waist. So if you stake a vampire through the heart in Vampire the Masquerade, they don't actually die. They are immediately paralyzed. Mm. So there's a way to just freeze a vampire in place. So if you wanted to go for, like, a staking shot, uh, that would be an option to fully immobilize the target. I think I'm going to do the grapple because I don't think right. if he wants to eat this vampire, that's fine with her. So we're not going to interrupt that. We'll just try to keep her off of Everett. Yeah. Fair enough. Worth flagging. I don't know if you know he's the sheriff. No. <laughs> She's just like, God wants to eat a guy. Let's do this. All right. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Let's, uh, that'll be strength and uh, brawl. And I, it is grappling. And so it's got, grappling. So I so get an extra die for that. So it's nine dice. <laughs> Ooh, one hunger die. Yes, one hunger die. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine with one hunger die. All right. Holy shit. So I got, <laughs> after all that, three successes. Nothing fancy. Three successes. Uh, you you don't manage to keep this one pinned down. This is a, this is an ugly fight. So now it's taking two of you to hold down a bucking vampire uh, as Everett feeds. Uh, so Everett, you did regain one point of hunger. I think I told you that, right? You should have. Oh, you okay. bit. You I'll bit. So you did it. Um, yeah. Okay. But that fight continues, and it seems like one frenzied mohawk may be enough to beat the other two. Meanwhile, over on the other side of the battlefield, Evie is approaching. Uh, Doris, however, you are trying to compel your victim. Um, you do see out of the corner of your eye that it appears the sheriff is eating the I other vampire. Just, I was just gonna say, I feel like if there were like three people over there um, taking care of this vampire, then she's gonna probably make a split second decision to be like, ah, well, scrap that plan. Um, lore question, these people are freaking out frenzied. Is it, Would I know that the option is either like kill them or they kill us and there's no in between? Like, Or can they come back from this? They can come back from this. Uh, you, your guess would be, like, frenzy, if it's based on, like, there, there are a few reasons people can frenzy. One is generally terror. If they were exposed to sunlight or fire, they could kind of lose their minds and it could go mm -hmm. from there. Um, the other most common reason is they get overwhelmed by hunger, mm -hmm. uh, which is just if they haven't fed for long enough. Then if you feed, you recover from the frenzy. You can paralyze okay. them, you can lock them somewhere, you can feed them, and then they right. would go back to normal. Uh, so there is a there is a like downed vampire here. Is like uh Tiger Eye is downed, right? Tiger Eyes and uh yes. Melting okay. Face are both dead. Uh and when they were struck down, they kind of like slowly turned to ash and rapidly uh, rot at the rate they would have when they died. So they're pumpkin people now. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Then, uh, oh, shoot. Then I wouldn't want to kill this person because they are high status. So I think I would want to, um, if I see Val or Evie coming towards me, then I would just, uh, I would turn to her as I'm like holding her down and just say, uh, do you mind holding her? I need to make sure that she doesn't get up again. 
And I just kind of like, cause I think she, she'd rather just paralyze her with her. Stake. Okay. Okay. And, and I'm guessing I see you like pulling your, okay. Yeah. Pulling your stake out. It's like, yeah, I, I will a hundred percent. I'll basically just like throw myself on or like pin her down. Yeah. Great. If, then- that, if that happens, then I stick her. Um, I would say, uh, what is your strength value, uh, Claire? Um, one. And what is your strength value, uh, Evie? One. <gasps> Great. Look at us go. I'm going to add those two together. So you will count. This will be one roll. Uh, oh, I will nice. let you make it, um, uh, Doris, because I think that's there. Uh, what are, What are your brawl scores? Or Yeah, I guess brawl. I've got two. I okay, so what we're going to do for this check is allow you to combine your skills because you are working together in a way that I think would be supremely effective just because it was already unlikely but won by Doris. Yeah. Um, so, Doris, you will get to roll four die okay. uh, for this one. One of them will be a hunger die. Yep. Um, okay. That, uh, three successes. Three successes. Bam. The state goes home. Just as Fabienne was about to break free, and Fabienne is now a statue. Just like the two hands switch up, it goes silent. Uh, like she goes silent, she's there. She's still in like a, a shredded tuxedo of a very high quality, but she can no longer move. Uh, you're aware, uh, both of you, through the lore that at this point she can't do anything unless you take it out. So you don't need to like stay and supervise right. this. Uh, even if expending willpower, vampires can basically only like twitch their fingers or move their eyes mm-hmm. if they're torpored. So. Then, yeah. Then uh, Doris would just kind of look at her and just say, you'll thank me for this when it's all over. Um, and just kind of give uh, Evangelina kind of like a little nod and I look over to make sure that the uh, the other brawl is uh, going okay. Yeah, and you look over to the other side and see your new sheriff uh, with Val's assistance trying to drain one of the uh, the frenzied vampires, who then falls into torpor themselves uh, because this was a hunger frenzy, uh, and he just sucked at the last of the blood that okay. was fueling their body. Uh, Everett, this is a a strange dark moment for you in a way that you haven't experienced before. As you drain the last of the blood, you can actually see and like sense uh, a dark life force at the core of this vampire. Uh, And as you're draining the, the last of the blood before you drive them into torpor, you realize if you focus, you can try to draw this energy into yourself along with the blood. That is novel. Uh, that hmm. is a very new sensation that I think I think scares Everett more than seems like an enticing prospect. Uh, you know, he was not present when Iris's demon came out. He like that is that's like weird and dark and and frightening to him. Um, yeah yeah. for you it would taste like mohawk which is a weird idea but like the core of the essence of the vampire wow okay Uh, uh, can you roll me an awareness and a wits Uh, so I'm sitting at two hunger so I'll use these as my hunger Um, wits okay and awareness all right 
Oh. Two tens on my two hunger die. <gasps> two hunger dice. Whoa. Do you want the other stuff or does it not matter? No, I don't <laughs> need the other stuff. It's like, what if both of them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like beyond messy successy. Is there, we have a word for that? That. Messiest successiest. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We have achieved messiest successiest. And that means despite your own intellectual horror at the idea of being able to draw at the dark essence of someone, the beast surges to the fore and you realize with horror, even as you're doing it, you are trying to drain the soul out of the vampire in front of you. And if you succeed, you will have not just eaten and drank their blood, but you'll have drained who they are. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Lori Elizabeth at E.L. Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and our show log was created by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Great Dane, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, Grandma Likes D&D, Pazat. Austin Nut Powers Fry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.